Real stories, reliable information, the latest technology and news. Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. Hello listeners, it's Trish Hammond here again from Transforming Bodies. And today I've got something totally different for you. I'm joined by Michelle, who is the beauty broker, and she's based in the US and she's going to tell us all about her services and her book and what she does. So I'm pretty excited to hear all of this. So welcome, Michelle. Hi, thanks so much, Trish, for having me. Thank you so much. I, I've had a little bit of a little um, audio hiccup, but we seem to be sorted now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this works. So, so tell us, tell us what you do. So the beauty broke the the beauty. What what are you what what are you titled? The beauty coach, aren't you? Well, the so I'm known as the plastic surgery coach, and uh, I've had a lot of people get kind of stuck with me over the years because. I had spent a lot of my time working one-on-one -on -one with aesthetic patients, and I found that um, I was really focusing most of my time on coaching them through the process um, prior to scheduling a procedure and then throughout the, the, you know, the post-operative care um, on a different level, not on the medical side, but really on the emotional side of just staying positive and focused on their end result and their goal. And so my title kind of stuck. Um, and so I'm known as the, the plastic surgery coach. Okay. And so how did you start? Yeah, great question. So I started, um, I started in the field, interesting, I started in the field of weight loss um, about 20 years ago and moved into um, uh, plastic surgery just through a, you know, through an opportunity that came up where I was working with a national chain, um, a very recognized brand um, that focused on uh, facial rejuvenation. And I had never, you know, I'd never been in the industry, so I knew nothing about plastic surgery. I was completely green. Um, but I had this opportunity to work with hundreds of plastic surgeons and travel around the country and really get to learn um, the ins and outs of the industry and find, you know, learn a little bit more by educating myself um, about the different types of procedures that are out there. But more than anything was having the opportunity to work with side by side with thousands of patients and meeting with them one-on-one, -on -one, consulting with them, finding out their reasons why they came in and uh, working, them, working with them through the process. And um, I worked at a, that company for um, almost six years. And then when I left there, I worked with several different um, uh, companies that were going in to acquire plastic surgery practices. And I worked with some private practice doctors. So I got a little bit of experience across the board. Um, and so then, you know, years later, so now it's been 20 years later, and, and I have my own company now where um, we focus on coaching patients so that they can know before they go, so they can get educated before walking through the doors. Um, hopefully, it provides a better experience for them as well as the doctors and the staff because you have somebody that's essentially vetted. Um, they come in and they know what to expect when they walk in. Um, I have found over the years so many people that never even – Got to, walk, got to the point of even walking into a practice because they were so nervous. Um, there was a big fear factor there that thinking that plastic surgery was just something for, you know, the rich and famous and maybe something that was just completely unattainable. And I wanted to change that um, perception and let them know that they had somebody that would help walk them through the process and really kind of hold their hand throughout it. That is such a good thing. It's really funny because it's, it's very similar to kind of um... – what, what we do, I guess, in, in a way, except not quite so one-on-one, -on -one, we do it as, as a group. So how do you, like, 
does the does the um does the client pay you or does the you know does the doctor pay you like how do you actually yep it's through, yep it's through a coaching it's coaching services so essentially that's a that's a service to the patient um, where we they would um, that they would essentially retain us and uh, use our, use our services once they you know choose to move forward. Yeah. Okay. So so the the, the plastic surgeon or the or the pa the patient. Yes, the patient. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So just on that. So and I'm not going to of course ask you away give away your trade secrets, but like I've been through um, as a patient myself and I've been through also where you speak to thousands of patients who are going through the process and, and there is a process before, during and after surgery, hey, that you may not be aware of unless you're actually in there. Um, and if something goes wrong, of course, that's, that's something else. But so can you share any of the recommendations that you give to patients before surgery? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot that goes into it and during that initial consultation, um, really kind of starting from the beginning of, you know, what are their needs and goals and, you know, everything from their time frame to their budget, um, you know, what they're looking for in terms of a doctor, um, the procedure itself. I mean, there's so many variances, whether somebody's looking for a non-surgical or a surgical. And so we really want to go through each step so that we can then, you know, identify and really kind of pinpoint what it is because there's nothing worse than someone coming in and, you know, they're, they've got, you know, $3,000 to spend and they walk in and they walk out thinking, oh my gosh, I can't have anything done because, you know, I can nowhere near afford this. And knowing, you know, on a scale, what they're looking at in terms of um, outcome too, you know, a lot of times people go in and they spend a lot of money on non-surgical services thinking they're going to get one thing and they, you know, they're disappointed because they have their expectations weren't set properly. So we go through a lot of that. Um, obviously, the board certification and making sure that they get in front of a doctor that is experienced. So we talk about that, like what to look for in a doctor. Um, financing is a big one, you know, knowing what they can afford and what's inside their budget, because that, that can be a piece that's very intimidating. And then, um, like I mentioned about downtime, we go through what their schedule's like. You know, if somebody's wanting a facelift, but they're, you know, they work six days a week and they can't take time off, well, that's probably not going to, um, it's probably not going to be the best option for them at this time unless they have time off and um, scheduled. So when we go through all of that information, so by the time they get to the doctor, they're really in a, in a place to essentially move forward because yes. we've already gone through all those. Yep. So it's kind of, um, you make the, the, the surgeon's um, job a whole lot easier than as well. Hey, because the patient is prepared, they know what to expect. And I guess, as time goes along, do you learn individual things about different surgeons as well? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, through the years, I've worked with a lot of different doctors. Um, and we have, we have people that we work with from all over. So, we, you know, one of the things that when we set up the company, we had said we want to make sure that we're providing a few different, um, you know, doctors to people that are coming. So we, my feeling is, you know, they have to make the choice. It's a personal choice of what doctor they go to, but we've certainly set them up and provide them with a few names of different doctors that are out there that are, you know, meet their qualifications of what they're looking for. Um, and then it's up to them to choose who they, you know, who they go forward with. Yeah, of course. And, and then during the surgery, so, so let's say, for example, if I was like, yeah, I want to um, hook up with Michelle and I want her to help me before, during and after. So during the surgery, say I'm lying in my bed and I've just come out of surgery and I feel like absolute crap. Is it possible to like 
pick up the phone and speak to you or is there something that you provide people so that they know that that's going to be how they're feeling or? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yes, we talk to people a lot. <laughs> I, we, a lot of text messaging goes back and forth. You know, we become very close with the people that we work with. And again, it's all about, it's no different than, I kind of compare it to someone who has a personal trainer. Um, you know, you need somebody to kind of keep that positive focus and reinforcement. So yeah, absolutely. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm not feeling good. Now, if someone has something specific like medical, I'm always like, you know, contact your doctor. You know, who's the point person in the office? You know, obviously there's after hour, after, you know, hours set up and that type of thing. But um, if it's just about how they're feeling, then absolutely. But we have a set, you know, set schedule of times that when we speak, but they're, you know, of course, they're always allowed to go outside of that just because that's, you know, that's part of um, the connection that we make with people. Now, if somebody was calling me every single day, I might say, okay, <laughs> like, we need to, you know, we need to focus this down. But, you know, we, that's, that's the whole point of it. We want, we want to coach you and keep you in a positive state. Yeah, got it, got it. And so I, I saw that that was a big piece inside of this industry. And it's, it's no offense to the offices and to the practices. It's just they're busy. And so, you know, they may have their scheduled follow-up time and post-operative visits, but to have somebody that really can hold your hand through the process, it's something that you don't see. Um, and it was an area, it was an opportunity I saw that something that we can provide next level patient experience um, yeah, absolutely. to the consumer. And, and then afterwards, like, do you have, like, what do you offer people for after? Like, how long does their, um, you know, how long does your service go on with them, say, for example? Yeah, that's a great question. They can, they can extend it. Um, typically, you know, we do like, you know, when most patients come in like a 30 day follow-up, I have people that we still talk to six months later. Um, again, we tend to create a strong bond with people and then they're referring their friends and family members because everybody knows if you have plastic surgery, you likely have other people that you know, um, <laughs> that want to have it done as well. So, um, typically, you know, we'll set up a certain number, whether it's, you know, four, eight, 12, number of, of kind of coaching sessions as you will but um we definitely have people that we've extended and i have a lady right now that i talk to regularly she's actually become a good friend of mine <laughs> yeah, right. and, a um, patient. yes yeah yeah uh, that, that's something that i've found in our group as well like i've just made so many lifetime real true friends and and that's all just been online it's crazy it is, and it's so much fun, and I love, I think it's the part of this industry that I love so much. I love the patients. They're fun. I love people's personal stories. It's why I wrote the book, Blue Collar Beauty. Um, you know, I share in their patient stories, but I just, I, I love connecting with people and, and being able to take them, you know, to a place of maybe they're not feeling their best and wanting to make a positive change in their life and seeing them, you know, follow through and seeing them so happy and confident, and uh, that's what it's all about. That's That's what keeps my love affair with the industry because I just think it's a pretty amazing thing. I, I, there's so many great surgeons out there that help change people's lives. And so I like to be a small part of it and uh, I'm good at it. And so it's been, it's been really, really rewarding. I always say I got, I get more out of it than I think the, the patients do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Totally. Like that's, that's so good. And so tell me, so after the surgery, of course, people can book, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one consulting sessions with you, but do you find that like with patients, once they've, once they've aligned with you, once they may have a list of surgeries that they want to do and they'll kind of just always contact you and go through the same process or is it just a one-off thing? Oh, no, they like working with us. I mean, there's both, but for the most part, they like having somebody there to kind of hold their hand through the process. So 
Um, yeah, and I think it's a benefit to the doctors, um, you know, because they've now they've got a great relationship, and they may say, "Hey, Michelle, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and get you know injectables. I'm going back to the doc- the doctor that I had the procedure with. Great, you know, so it's a win win. Um, we also do the other side of my business, which is my coach MD. We also coach um, the practices. So we do a lot of one-on-one coaching, virtual coaching with um, the patient coordinators specifically, but we do front desk training and that type of thing because to me, everything is about the patient experience. And so I talk about in my book how that there's nothing wrong with the word sale and that, you know, a lot of doctors get kind of freaked out about, you know, we don't want to use that word, but essentially there is a sales component and uh, just like there is marketing. (laughs) So you know, we want to make sure that these people have a great experience and what's going to make them choose you over someone else. And so we work very closely with the patient coordinators and that's a whole nother, other side of the, the business. Yeah. Well, tell us about your book. So what's it called? Yeah, it's called Blue Collar Beauty, Confessions of a Plastic Surgery Coach. Okay. And, and there's yeah. something in there. I mean, I haven't actually read your book yet, but I've got it ready to go. Oh, I, I need to send you a copy then. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's a great yeah, it's a great book. It's, you know, and I say that because it's very heartfelt. It's a quick read. It's, you know, uh, it's, it shares my journey um, through all the years. And like I said, I call it my love letter because I share some funny, you know, doctor stories in there. You know, I've worked with a lot of doctors, so many doctors over the years, people right out of residency, you know, they're coming in for the first time and kind of, you know, I always say doctors are, are highly intelligent. Um, sometimes they miss the soft skills. And so I've spent my years kind of coaching them as well on, on how to, again, how to provide that great experience. Um, I share some patient stories, some fun ones, but I wanted to shed a different light on plastic surgery because it's called blue collar beauty because it's really about the everyday woman. It's about the woman that's, you know, had children and looks in the mirror after, you know, when she's 65 years old and doesn't recognize who she sees anymore, or the woman that's, you know, breastfed children and is looking for a, you know, breast to lift or just everything that falls in line with the opposite of what is put in the media. All we see are beautiful models, you know, with tiny waists and large breasts and, you know, no cellulite. And that's not my reality of who the thousands of people that I've worked with. I've done over 10,000 consultations and most of the people are just like me. We want to look good. We want to feel good but we're not walking around like a supermodel. And every time you go onto a doctor's website, that's what you see. <laughs> you know, you see this perfection. And that's not, that's not real. And so I want to break that um, and kind of let women know that there's nothing wrong with plastic surgery. You know, if that's something you want to have done for yourself, fantastic. But we can't be kind of putting out this image of perfection because it's just not, that's not true. Yeah. You know, and that's so true. You're absolutely right. And, and that's one of the things that there's a bit of a movement here in Australia that, you know, headed by, you know, a leading plastic surgeon's office in, um, in Newcastle. His, his wife is the practice manager and she's kind of leading this kind of movement towards, you know, the website pictures, even the models on the front, just being their real patients, which is just pro- providing, you know, proving to be really, really relevant. People can relate to the patient more because they yeah. are real women that are I, actually, yeah. I love that. I need to hook me up with who that is because I, you know, that's, that's the whole message of the book. And I, it's, it, it, we've had a fantastic response. Um, thousands and thousands of women who have connected with me and just said, thank you so much. Like I laughed and I kind of cried because plastic surgery just has a negative stigma to it. And I'm like, you don't know the side. I want to share the side that I know 
and this beautiful side of, you know, seeing people look and feel their best. And that's what it's about. And so again, it's just, it's in fact, I've done a lot of podcasts and over the last few months. And it's amazing. Some of the people, when I start the conversation, they're like, well, I just, you know, I'm not really, I don't really believe in plastic surgery. And then by the time we get done, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I have a whole different outlook. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Because that's what I want people to have. And, you know, we're so quick to judge. There's nothing wrong if you want to have something done for yourself. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And, you know, you're not constantly trying to live up to this expectation that's put out there. Um, and I see it all the time. And I'm sure you do too. It's, it's just a little, it's a little silly. And oh, it's, I related yeah. a lot to the, um, I related a lot to the clothing industry because it used to be, you know, again, everything was just these double zero models. And I'm like, well, what about the other people, <laughs> you know, the six size, six, eight, 12 and, and on, you know, we're here too. Yeah. And we like to look good. Yeah. In Australia, that's 10, 12, 14, 16. Yeah. <laughs> Our sizes are a little bit different here, but yeah, I know what you mean because yeah, there's I mean, so many it, of those, you know, standard size 14 patients that you just don't see because, you know, like they're not, they're not what um, clinics promote, but that's kind of changing a bit as well, I think. Yeah. And I think there's, I, and that's what I, that's my, you know, my hope is I'm, I'm putting out that message and there's other people doing it as well. And I think it's just going to take, you know, constant, uh, you know, a focus on that to change that narrative. And it's getting there. You know, there's, there, we're, making, we're making some movement. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's even opportunities like this just to get out, maybe talk to someone that listens that, you know, was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, that's me. I, I can relate. And that's, that was the whole purpose of the book. I wanted people to feel comfortable with plastic surgery and have a different outlook on it. Because there's some wonderful procedures and wonderful doctors out there. And uh, that's what I wanted to put out. Yeah, absolutely. And what about if someone was, because um, obviously there's, there's some doctors who, are, who may be not so wonderful or, or not so, you know, qualified. Like, how would you deal with something like that if a patient came to you and said, look, I'm looking at going to this um, doctor and you just knew that they were not the right doctor for them to go to because of your, you know, experience? Like, how would you tell them that? You know, that's a great, that's a great question. I've, I've had that situation hundreds of times in my career. Um, what I would say to someone in front of me is I would say, I just ask you to do your research. And these are the things that I'd like you to look at before making a decision. I think you should go see a few different doctors and then come back before you decide. I mean, I can't tell someone who to go to. Um, they have to make that decision. But what I can do them is educate them on the right questions to ask and the right research to do. People will figure it out when you start to say, hey, I want to see before and after photos. I want to see, you know, are there anything on the medical license, years of experience. You know, you can go down the list. Um, yeah. I've, 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 that has worked for me and always led the person and pointed them in the right direction. I, I really don't want to tell someone who to go to. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel better have giving them the tools and educating them to prepare them to make that decision for themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and then I, I guess if they decide to still go to the person that, you know, you would not personally recommend yourself, that's kind of their decision, hey? <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I, have, I haven't had that situation. Uh, I think maybe that's the salesperson in me. Maybe I, I, I'm able to guide them in the direction I want them to. Um, I've spent a lot of time studying psychology and, you know, sales psychology and influence. So, I've, I've had great success with so far, uh, <laughs> knock on wood, I haven't had anybody that's gone to that. But the, the reality is there are some 
doctors out there that, um, you know, don't meet the expectations. And um, it, that's not subjective. Those are just some, those are real facts that are things out there that we, that, you oh, know, absolutely. we all and know look, of. Yeah. And look, a doctor might be fantastic for one patient, but then, you know, the outcome may not be so good for the other patient. So it's very individual. Hey, you just don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you hear that. And I'm sure you do too. It's like, someone's like, Oh, I love this doctor. And then you'll hear someone else say, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was, you know, so you hear the stories and, you know, again, that's why I'm very careful to make sure that I'm, that, that, that decision is on them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes so much sense. And just, just finishing off, like, is it an expensive service? Can you, is it um, something you can speak about the price, the pricing that you pay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, not expensive at all. It's less than a thousand dollars. Um, for the coaching services. And so there's different packages. You know, we may speak a few times or if you want more handholding. Um, and that's, like I said, that's one side of the business. Now, when you get into virtual coaching on the other side, that can be a little more expensive, <laughs> but we do that. Um, you know, we typically work with practices on a, a minimum of a six month period because we do, we do virtual coaching. And what we do is we have a HIPAA compliant platform where we're able to set up, um, uh, the system in the consultation room so we can actually see the consultation that's being performed by the patient coordinator or patient consultant and then that's uploaded and we're able to review that and provide them feedback on you know what was working and then areas of opportunity so that's like a six-month program but what we see is a much higher conversion rate with the coordinators that we work with just because a lot of times these um, women that are hired may not have a high level of experience maybe they've worked in classics but they really don't have a lot of sales experience um so that's that's part of the program that we offer yeah yep and i think it's great because because um what, what i find is patients may not necessarily be honest with a clinic to tell them why they may not have chose them and it might have been one little thing that just needs to change in that clinic but the patient will tell someone like you and and myself yes. and then we can go in and actually you know gently kind of let them know that perhaps they need to be looking at this within their their clinic because that could make a difference between you know converting a client and not converting a client basically yeah 100 percent. and it's, it is like that sometimes it's just you know we see everything whether it's their body language how they're positioned you know, where they're sitting in the consultation. I mean, there's so many things that we're able to pick up. And again, because I've done so many consultations, I can quickly identify where the areas of improvement. And we do coaching for doctors as well. I love the docs. Again, I always, I put them in the highest pedestal of their, you know, what they're able to do. But when it comes to the consultation, and I'm sure you know this, they're like, oh, I'm great at consultations. I do the clothes and I'm in there with the patients. And then I'm like, doc, really? I mean, I'm in there watching them. And <laughs> You know, they're, they're yeah. standing up while they're talking to the patient and they're fidgeting and they're, you know, they come in with their jackets, you know, wrinkled and it just, it's everything that I'm looking at. If I'm the patient and I'm walking in that door, I want to have a great experience. So I'm, I'm going through each touch point throughout the process to make sure that everything is, you know, at a high level. Absolutely. And just one last question. So how far out do your services extend to, like from where to where? Um, in terms of for the um, the coaching for the consumer, yes, yeah. Typically, it's like typically all in all, it's around a three month process. Oh, sorry, I meant from like just in the U.S. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? We have um, we absolutely have international clients. The majority of the people we do work with are in the states, but we you know we have people from from all over, and we're open to that. 
Yeah. You know, beauty is everywhere. So who can we help? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to say, thank you so much for joining us today. And, and um, I know your book is available on your website, but I might have a chat with you later on about maybe we can sell it in our shop or something as well for people that want to buy it that don't know about it. Because I know a lot of people know about it, but of course, a lot of people don't. So. Oh, yeah, I would love that. That would be great. Um, yeah. And you can follow me. On, I'm on Instagram at The Plastic Surgery Coach. And our, coaches, our website is My Coach MD. And the book can be purchased there as well. But uh, that would be great. I, I always ask everyone that can help go out there and promote the message. I think it's a, um, a book that not only, I think every plastic surgeon's office should have a copy of it uh, yeah. because it is a positive message. It's very pro-plastic surgery. And uh, I think it's something the doctors would enjoy. I've had a lot of doctors that have helped um, promote it as well and have, have, are behind it. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm going to say thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Michelle. That's been a real, um, you know, it's been really interesting for me as well, but it's been like, I, I, I didn't really know that service was out there and um, it's great for people to know that they can get some help. And I'll know in future, whenever I've got a client from the US, I'm sending them to you because I don't know any US doctors, what, well, a couple here and there, but, but um, I know where I'll be sending them to get some info. Oh, thank you so much. That would be great. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Yep, thank you. Thank you. And listeners, look, if you want to find out more, you can drop me an email to info at plasticsurgeryhub.com.au and I will send you through some info. Thank you so much. The material provided in this podcast is general information and does not constitute medical advice, nor is it a substitute for consultation and advice from your own practitioner. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical illness. Any medical or surgical decision should be made in consultation with your own doctor or practitioner and not based on the materials provided in this podcast.